Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hmm. Well, well, boys and girls, here we are halfway through. Right down the middle. We're halfway through the work week, which also means we're halfway through fan week here on STP because, you know, I'm sneaking in one extra. We only do five during the week, but we're going to sneak in one extra. We're going to do six this weekend, uh, this this fan week. Uh, this, Sir Pat with Don Kincaid and my very special guest. I forgot what he really wants to go by, and I'm not – I'm going to let – you know what, Adonis, I want you – to do your own intro. How about that? Because I know you've got a whole flavor here going. And I'm not saying all that. I call you Adonis, and that's pretty much it. So you do your own intro on SCP. How about that? All right, well, Donnie the Don, the hypest kid on the planet. Talk to him, like Five Nights would say. Uh, Adonis, welcome to the show. I appreciate you wanting to come on and hang out and join us during fan week because we've been having some fun. We had one Greg, I got to say it one way and one way only, Greg Jones Isaacson. And we had last night, uh, that was Monday, but last night we had some Joey G and uh, we've been having a lot of fun. And there seems to be a theme about fan week. And uh, we're going to talk about that even in today's episode as well. And that's basically the connections between the fans, the wrestlers. Uh, you meet them show after show. You get to know them a little bit more here and there. You meet new ones. And it seems like it's a theme of fan week is the connections that we as fans make with the talents that we go see uh, and ring, but we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, if you notice, boys and girls, we're we're wearing our we're repping our Kylon King merch. Uh, please tell the boys and girls that are watching STP, uh, Kylon King is who to one Adonis Stewart, one of the greatest persons you will ever meet in life. Wonderful influence, one of the best persons you will ever meet. I'm telling you. Oh, big love for one Kylon King. Uh, and I know uh, the boys and girls are very <laughs> nowadays. If you do not know who Kylon King is, along with the rest of the Miracle Gen, uh, you've been living under a rock somewhere because these well, kids yeah. are young, hungry, and hot AF right now. Uh, so let's just kind of stick with Mr. Kylon King because. I've seen Mr. King way back a few years. Uh, we're turning back a bit, way, like even pre-King COVID, if you will. Uh, and when he first started, and that kid was really, he was different than this. He was nippy. He was wordy. He was nasty. And me and him, we didn't have the greatest relationship. Uh, so do you remember, and I'm, I'm almost positive that you do, do you remember when Kylon King came in and he wasn't as popular as he was nowadays? Is, 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 do you remember those days? Yes. Uh, the turn, the turning of the tables between 
the not so nice Kylon to what we know now. Two different things, two different people, two different times. Uh, why don't you talk to us about seeing Kylon grow as a as a person, a man, and as a wrestler because you've seen it firsthand. Yeah. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about seeing Kylon King grow up as a performer and a wrestler. Well, I would say first is that one, he has the letters in him. Can't say that. The kicks, the kicks to the face, or whatever you call it, is phenomenal. The drop kick, phenomenal. The boxy tape is phenomenal. He does it like it's a professional. Uh, why don't you describe to the boys and girls what Kylon King's suicide dive looks like? Extremely powerful. Like, even rather have. It's basically like a bullet train just coming right at you. That kid, I don't think I've ever seen anyone's suicide dive with such G-force, such torque, such just oomph. When he runs to, that, to those ropes and comes at his opponent... And especially if you're on that side where his opponent is standing, uh, when they say move, right no, <laughs> you better get your ass up and move to the side because Kylon King is not stopping. And not even for Foggy. And Foggy doesn't move for nobody. But I'll tell you, Foggy's gotten in the line of fire from one Kylon King maybe more than once. Uh, it, he's a lot of fun along with Miracle Generation. Uh, Dustin Flash Waller, along with the Haven collectively being Sean, uh, uh, Sean Knight and Jay Onyx. Um, now, I always mention the four of them because if you see nowadays, it's pretty much you see Kylon King and, um, excuse me, Kylon King and Dustin Flash Waller as a tag team being titled, you know, as Miracle Generation. But if I'm not mistaken, that's the way they came up in Miracle Generation was all four of them collectively. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Uh, and you've seen that firsthand at Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling, haven't you? Uh, now, seeing Mama Haven, Family Haven, seeing uh, Family Kylon coming out to these shows, yourself and your pop, Manny. Uh, no, I'll just call him King. I, I got to call him King. Or he'll get a little yeah. upset. I gotta call him King. I don't want. I don't want nobody upset at me. Uh, going to the shows and having the fun uh, with other families that are, you know, supporting their loved ones in the ring. It's got to be so much fun. But even a little bit more special with um, doing it with Dad. Can you talk to us about going to the shows and stuff with Dad? Um, it's really experience for real. It's like. You meet new people. You're a part of one huge family. Like it's a family that you can never get out of. Like once you're a fan, you can never get out of it. And watching those matches, and you could feel the ring, and you feel the tensions in the building at Paradise Valley or whatever other promotions you feel. You feel the action. You feel the liveness. Mm -hmm. It's so much. And every time I see it, that makes me do my character since I'm going to become a pro wrestler and I'm moving up. So it's building strong enthusiasm for me to start and put in my mind to where I want to go to in life. And that's in that dream. Going against one of those by nine Noriega, you just change Showtime Marcel Williams, any one of them. Uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, you kind of started at PAPW uh, in East Haven, and you're kind of, <clears throat> excuse me. You're kind of making your way around to a few different promotions. Uh, could you tell us uh, which promotions you visited and checked out so far? Paradise Alley, of course. That's the Shrimp, Empire mm -hmm. Pro, Coliseum, Shut Up and Wrestle, mm -hmm. and New Age Wrestling. Oh, okay. New Age. Um, uh, let's see. Wait. Um, uh, tough and Talented. Have you ever been a Tough and Talented? No, not, not, no. not one yet. I won't make my appearance. Uh, okay, and there's one more. Uh, BST, Blood, Sweat, Tears. Haven't yes. you been in a Blood, Sweat, Tears? Yes. Uh, okay, because I remember a couple times, uh, there, there there, was this tall-ass kid, uh, Alex, coming, making his way, and and um, you, I, I actually remember specifically 
doing a promo with either both of you or separately on, on one of those BST shows because I was really messing with the House of Pain. I love to mess with those guys. <laughs> Shout out to um, them too. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Payne and, and Hakeem. Yeah, uh, Hakeem Ali collectively as... Now, boys and girls, I just want to get this just like it's cue the ref and not ref cue. It's the House of Pain. It's not... And I know we all chant H-O-P and all of that, House of Pain. But if you really want to look you know, look them up and follow them on the social medias. You have to add DA, the House of Pain, or you won't be able to get on board with the the HOP Express, if you will. So when you're looking at when when you're looking up the House of Pain, you got to add the DA uh, at the beginning of it. Uh, those guys, two big guys, but man, they can't. They could do some cool shit in the ring. I mean, seeing big guys like that. I've seen hockey. I'm sure you have. He does a suicide dive, and it scares the living shit out of me for everybody around him. Uh, I, I, you've been front and center for one of those, yeah? Yeah. We're having. Uh, now, being at, being at Paradise Alley Pro, uh, out of East Haven, them guys, they really have a good time. They have a decent roster. They bring in other talent uh, from other promotions and whatnot and try to give it a different flavor. Uh, they have some of their smaller shows at their facility, which they call the uh, Paradise Alley Fights. Um, Alley Fight. Yeah, those things are really a lot of fun. And they're only 10 bucks. I mean, it's a lot of fun over there. Uh, but since we're talking fans here, and I didn't get to go to TOS this past one, the training day 33. It brings a tear when I missed a tr- uh, any TOS. But it was a send-off uh, for one of the regular fans at PAPW, George Kelly. Uh, could you talk? Because I wasn't there. Where, didn't you go to Trinidad 33? I did. Yes, I have. Uh, could you talk to us about uh, how... First off, Training Day 33. How was that? It looks like a lot of fun. I was watching some of it on YouTube. I was catching pieces. It was fantastic, but it was super hot. I'm not going to lie to you. It was super hot, but the crowd was boiling still. I was uh, it, it's like, it's like a legitimate, it's like a sauna at the test of strength, yeah? <laughs> uh, what was your favorite match? Because I know there was like... There was probably like six matches, if I'm not mistaken, but which one was your favorite at Training Day 33? It had to be the eight-man tag match with Matias, SWV, and Miracle Generation versus the A-game, Nine Noriega, Lucas Chase, and I forgot the other two. Man, you just listed off some really hot names right now. Uh, the Cure Lucas Chase, you've mentioned a couple times. Really, really hot on the scene right now. Um, I've been speaking about him an awful lot since his uh, transformation, I like to call it, because he was somebody different really not that long ago. Uh, went to Texas, did some training at uh, the Rhodes Academy Wrestling in Texas, you know, as, as I stated. Uh, the Rhodes Wrestling Academy run by Dustin Rhodes over there. Uh, man, he came back and just not the same wrestler, not the same person, not the same physique. Not to say anything. I mean, legitimately, this guy, like, transformed. And you've seen him before, right? You've seen Lucas Chase before, and then when he came yes. back, right? Uh, totally different. I, I mean, am I wrong there? No, not different. Totally different. Uh, a bigger pain in the ass, too, huh? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I. Do you find yourself having a little more fun when you cheer for the good guys or when you really give the booze and the business to the bad guys? Do you feel uh, there's a little more fun in doing uh, one of the two or just all of it is equally as fun? All of it is equally as fun, but I'm going to cheer for who I feel that is going to win the match. Or it's either different. I feel like Hill's going to win, then the face is going to lose, and then the face wins, and Hill's going to lose. So basically, what I put my mind to, like, who's going to win? Like, what moves are we going to use? Uh, speaking of booze, Fly Nine Noriega himself 
Fly Nine Noriega. He is uh, the flyest MFer in the room. Uh, he is not the flyest in the room. Do you see him with new jeans on or Nike? No, that's not the flyest in the room. The flyest in the room has to come with the personality, and I feel like he doesn't have that. Maybe. Oh. We're on the maybe side. Maybe oh. and maybe not. <laughs> maybe. Uh, he was um, kind of booing you when I announced that you were coming on. Well, I usually do it in the morning uh, before work uh, when I announce who's coming on on said day. And I want to say almost immediately, uh, one flyest mf in the room, he was with middle fingers and big boos and how's it feel and all of this because you really give him I mean, not that I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to say that you're the only one, but you're really loud and proud with those boos for Fly and I. Uh, why, why not cheer for Fly and I and boo and send it, but you boo? How come? It's the certain way he comes and approaches me. That's sometimes why I don't cheer for them or boo for them. And then his special partner, Aiden Full, so-called Edric, I want to call him like that. He wants to come in the conversation. Well, it wasn't just about Key West or whatever. That show, he was going to lose. I said he was going to lose. And he did lose, which you should listen to me. I knew that. And then <laughs> that's why. Because really have to have a personality. And I just feel like he doesn't get that. Oh. Um, I'm going to kind of stay on this field right now. Uh, also, uh, you have, I don't know where, how, or why this all started or where it's going <laughs> to, where it's going to go, but yourself, Adana Stewart and one, the prof, uh, my brother, my friend, me amigo, uh, Rick Del Santo. Uh, he runs himself some PWZ podcasts. We love some PWZ podcasts. Um, you guys have some kind of feud going on uh where does it stem from uh let's just start right there uh what the hell is going on what started all of this it really we just bicker it's just a family it's like we're a family we just bicker and just like it's just like we're trying to be funny to each other but it's really an 11 way so it's really not deep for them it's just the way that we talk to each other uh, uh, okay, because I've never seen it any other way than that way. So it's not like, you know, it's not like there's been any hugs or any gaps or any, hey, brother. There's been none of that. It's always been a, you nerd and, and, and all sorts of, like, digging and, and, and digging more. And it comes back from Adonis. And I've never seen really any family love, if you will. I've only seen family digging. So, I mean, hey, if that's the relationship that you and Rick Del Santo have, uh, God love you. Uh, because I got a couple of those myself, to be honest with you. <laughs> Oof. Uh, it, it's a little strenuous at times to hold those kind of uh, feuds because, man, it weighs on you a little bit at times. It really gets you going. And I mean, let's just be honest, Adonis, it kind of get, you're easy to get going. You really get fired up quick, quickly, man. You get really fired up quickly. Uh, you're very vocal at the shows. Um, you, you're excited to want to do an STP, but um, it, it seems like you were maybe smoking the ganja or something before STP because... My man is just so laid back, and he's not the Adonis that I'm used to seeing. Uh, first off, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> it's just ways that I can show myself. And I could be hyped. Like, right now, I can feel hyped. But it's just at the show, the energy comes to me. Every time I'm at a show energy comes. Like, I feel it. And I feel every superstar that walks out that curtain, mm -hmm. that's how I'm going to know who I should feel energized for. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I, well, well I, I do the same thing. Because, I mean, let's face it, I, I've said it many a time. I'm pretty much the opposite of what you see at the shows. As I, I just, I'm more reserved. I'm a little more chill. I'm a lot more chill, let me tell you that. I'm a lot more chill, you know, quite, you know, I, I'm quite uh, just homebody-ish, if you will. I don't do a whole lot besides wrestling, besides work, you know. Uh, so I was just checking on you. It, it's all because I'm used to seeing that huge energy. That loud, that loud, boisterous voice of of one uh, Adonis, Adonis Stewart. Uh, there's something I want to point out when you're at the shows too. Uh, Fogman likes to <laughs> uh, Fogman likes to mess with you a little bit as well, uh, because when when you're when one of your favorites are maybe getting choked on the court like in the turnbuckle or some stupid nefarious shit is going on in the ring and that referee is not checking on your guy you give out a yell ask him ref or check him ref or something like that and Fogman has taken that on and he says it at all the shows now but he says it like Adonis and I know you've heard it uh do you yeah do you laugh when you hear it, or does it really maybe get you going a little bit? Eh, kind of both. I can realize it's both. <laughs> even though, even though I, I know where I got it from. Well, it was really a match I got it from, so I just wanted to use it a little more. We don't see wrestlers that use that, like he was a manager. We don't see that anymore. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Managers are definitely, and, and again, that's something that's been lost in wrestling for a while. I mean, we've see, we see them, but not very many. They're very, very sporadic and rare nowadays. Um, now, I'm going to still stay on the same team with the Battle Academy uh, over, <laughs> over at PAPW. Collectively, we've got Lorenzo Vendetta. Hunter Tarka, Skylar Gray, and uh, my man Nick. Uh, <laughs> uh, I call him Nick, uh, but uh, Nick Lynn. Uh, but collectively, Battle Academy, uh, they really bring it when they get, uh, when they're in the ring, when they're outside the ring. Uh, talk to us about Battle Academy and uh, your, your relationship, if you will, if, if at all. <laughs> I will say that shout out to Lorenzo Vendetta and Hunter Tarker for being a Coliseum Pro Wrestling Tag Team oh. Championship. I would give them that. All right. I feel like Skylar Gray should be a women's champion. Skylar Gray should have a championship. Yes, that's how I feel. Wow. Oh, oh okay. Uh, what about our friend Jake? I know we don't see Jake an awful lot lately, but man, that kid is money. He got a little bit of improvement to work on, but we'll see. 
That we'll definitely see. I, I wish she was around more because the Battle Academy has been, you know, doing their thing, you know, really spreading their wings and getting out there, getting their fate. The first ever uh, Coliseum Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions, you know, Skylar Gray right there in their corner with uh, Hunter and Lorenzo. Uh, so you can't take nothing away from them. I mean, I do the the Hello Kitty and the Battle Academy meow, uh, but you cannot take anything away from them, you know, because uh, they do their thing. Uh, out there in the ring. Uh, so I, I've named some of the people that you don't, <laughs> that you either boo or have this wacky relationship with. Uh, why don't you tell us some of your faves? Kai Locking is my top number one. Okay. Saying it like that. Big Juicy for women. Oh, yeah. We love Big Juicy. Dajay Simone. Shout out to you. Yes, we love Dajay. I will have to say, she's not a wrestler, though, but I'm have to give her props. Cindy Hart, I have to give her props, even though she's not a wrestler. She does everything that you could ask for, and she's a good woman also. Wonderful job, actually, as a wrestler. I have to give it to her. Big shout out. Um, Miracle Generation, they definitely get it. I got a shout out to Sunset Steve Garcia for being the new. Alley Fight Champion at Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling. Yes. Congratulations. Very recently, uh, just a few weeks back, uh, still fresh. That that was that was something. Absolutely. Did not see that coming. Holy cow, what a swerve that was because, let's face it, Waller has been one hell of a champion over there. I have to give that uh, out to Marcel Williams. Showtime. All right. Yeah, Showtime. Yes. Uh You've named some uh, really great talents. Uh, you added my love, Cindy Hart, right in the middle of that mix. Uh, and I'm not saying that she's not a great talent because she, she does her job very well. She wants to do it very professionally. She's always prepared. Uh, if you need a little something uh, extra done, maybe an interview or something, she's right there to step right up and do her thing. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, great talents that you just uh, – spoke on um now and i'm not taking trying to slight any promotion from any promotion but where do you feel uh that your home away from home is would it be paradise alley pro wrestling it sure will yeah well, you've been to strength. oh test of strength because you've been yourself and king have been popping up a little bit more over there at the test of strength show yes. yeah. uh does King do the driving, or do you drive, or how, how, what's going on? He, he over does there? the driving. Does the driving. Okay. Uh, so when you're going to the shows, I know you guys are excited. You know the talents yes. that are on the cards. I know you see the cards, so you're. I'm assuming you're speaking about what's probably about to happen. You know, on the way to the shows. Uh, but why don't you tell us maybe a story or two that on the way home is different because after the shows, when all the excitement yeah, is so still running around and you're on the way home, does anything really stand out from go leaving one of these events and you and dad really talking about something hot? Yes. The story time when Miracle Generation won the Tesla Strip Tag Team Championships, I yes. kept talking about it. I was like, they're going to beat the firm. I know it. And soon as Soon as they won that one, two, three, I hugged Cindy so bad I almost started crying myself. <laughs> it's definitely a night to remember. Every show that you book, you're gonna have a night to remember. Mm. And trust me, I always will. Yeah, that de definitely. Um, well, let's talk about the crown that you wear at the shows because I've worn it, and I think. Uh, uh, Matt, the court, we were doing a little something outside, or I forget who was doing it, but uh, talk to us about the crown. What's going on there? Okay, the crown originated because Kylon had the black crown in some of his pictures. So that where the crown originated from me wearing it because he had it on. So it made me come go get one to show him more support that I could show him. Not just wearing a shirt, it could be more than that. Wow, uh, the little 
those little extra things. And I know Kylan and you, you have a different relationship than, you know, being a regular fan and stuff outside of the ring. But yes. uh, these other things that the fans that go an extra, just a little bit extra to um, show their support for their favorite wrestlers. They always see that stuff. They always respond to it. And they're always given at these independent shows. And boys and girls, I, that's why I really, really love these shows. Because at the independent shows, it's so much different. And I know we speak upon the interactions that you get to do at the shows comparing to a bigger platform company being maybe the WWE or AEW or some of the other bigger platforms. But um, after a PPW Alley fight or even after... Uh, you know, one of their uh, a Diesel Mania being their WrestleMania show. Um, after these shows, the talents are really given with their time, and you can take pictures with them. You can speak with them and and hang out with them. Uh, do you do you find that that's like one of my most favorite parts of independent wrestling? Like the the wrestlers give the fans a home. If you, they will make you feel welcome. They'll make you want to come back, spend money, and buy their merch and different things. That's why once you join one of the wrestling talent homes like Paradise Valley or Test of Strength, they make you feel loved. They make you feel like you want to go every time. Uh, now, branching from PAPW to some of these other promotions, uh, was it any of the wrestlers, uh, maybe specifically Kylon King and or some Dustin Flash Waller, uh, going to other promotions that wanted you to travel and check out some of the other stuff? Or was it just, I want to check out something different than Paradise Alley? I, yes, it was. It was, I think, Chester Strip Show. It was, it was right for your team. Made us want to go more often since Pylon was there. So that's what made us travel to the show. I want to see him more wrestle. So I can even observe to do some stuff that he could do, but I could do it better. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, hey, uh, that's between you and him. Nah, I didn't say none of that. That's between you and him. <laughs> um, did you not speak upon? Not too long ago, that you might were want to become a wrestler. Is that what's going on? Yes, yes, that is. Has that advanced at all? Have you started training, or what's um, going on? Not yet. I'm not training yet. But I'll do it. I'll probably do it next year after high school. Okay. Uh, do you have? Um, Maybe a persona or the way you, a vision of how you think your gear should look or what you would perceive yourself to look coming to the ring. I mean, do you have any vision of that right now? Yes, I do. I surely do. Um, all right. Uh, maybe you can share with us. Uh, what, what would Donis's ring name be? I mean, if you could share with us. I mean, if it's a secret, that's fine. But if you want to share with us, I'm just trying to maybe get a little information. Uh, what would your ring name be, Adonis? Well, I brought a sign to Paradise Valley that had my name on it that says the hype name, Donnie the Don. So that would be really what my name would be, Donnie the Don. Oh, okay. Uh, would there, uh, would you be a good guy or a bad guy, or that hasn't come to your thoughts? I'll yet? be the face character. I'll be a face. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, do you have a vision of what your gear or what you'd be wearing would look like? Well, give a, give us a little paint a picture for us. Well, I'll be wearing like a jacket that has my name on the back, and it'll say "Height since the date of birth I was born." So "Height since 05 because I was born in 2005. Okay. And gear will be my gear will be like the tights, but it has my name on the side of it, and a hat. Like my logo on the side of it. So it'll be okay. one side of me and then hats on the other side. 
All right. Um, uh, kick pads, no kick pads, knee pads, uh, elbow pads, uh, bandana, any other type of props? I'll probably glasses. I'm not gonna lie. Glasses, glasses. <laughs> I, I can see that definitely. <laughs> uh, what would your uh, entrance theme be? Your music? What What would you come out to? Uh, I I didn't think about that yet, but I still have some in mind. Okay. All right. I, I'm just trying to drag out whatever I could because you know maybe when the time comes. Uh, and we see Adonis has gone through his training and he's ready to hit that ring. I'm just trying to prep us a little bit to maybe, uh, maybe we can, ex but you never know, boys and girls, uh, your first notion or your first vision, it could change either through your training and your trainer might see a vision and you might collaborate, uh, collaborate and do something different when you first uh, come out as a, a character or a wrestler. You never know. Uh, but, you know, I'm just trying to get a, a painted picture of Adonis coming through that curtain, uh, ready to rumble, if you will. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I hope Mr. Buffer doesn't monetize me that. Uh, monetize me for that. Holy cow. Um, now, not just... A, obviously, there's personalities in the ring that we see with the wrestlers and whatnot, but uh, surrounding the wrestlers being the referees, uh, the ring yes, announcer. Let's yes. talk about Mr. Matt DeCourt. Uh, you love you some Matt DeCourt, don't you? Yes, amazing guy. I even, when I went to the NAW show in Massachusetts, I didn't know he was there. And so the day I went, he was there. And I was like, what are you doing here? And he was like, I had a got a call that had to bring him out for the show. I'm like, Oh, wow. I didn't even know. And, yeah, he's an awesome guy. Loving, hearing. Every time you see me, always says hi. Wonderful person. Love, love me some Matt DeCourt. Mm. Uh, but we have the likes of Mario Mancini, Big Daddy, uh, Talking Tommy. Uh, <laughs> uh, those three guys right there, characters. Uh, lots going on. <laughs> lots going on over there. Love, love all of them guys. But I know we got off topic from where we started to where we are now, but that's because I don't write anything down and I'm stupid and I'm a jackass, so I lose train of thought. But I'm coming full circle back to George Kelly. Uh, George yeah. Kelly was a main staple fan over there at PAPW. He was always he right sure there was. at that very corner chair right when you walked into that venue over there at the, the dojo, if you will, the training facility. Uh, but he, he has moved to a different state, and Training Day 33, they had a send-off, and I know we were speaking about that, so let's come full circle to the send-off with George Kelly. Could you describe what was going on? How did it go? Were there emotions happening? Uh, tell us what happened. Okay, so what happened was Alex Rojas, shout out to him as well, he, he was doing the speech after the show. So he invited Karen, shout out to Karen too, to the stage so she could say what she wanted to say to George. So then she said what she had to say. Then she said that she had keep for him to bring out. So that's how it happened. And that's when you did a single. Big, he's a big fan, big part of Paradise Valley community and the fans. Like Every time I was here, he would join in. Every time. <laughs> He's a good man. Um, I'm sure there was plenty of hugs and stuff and whatnot over at TOS. And I know it was really hot. And uh, again, that place is quite intimate <laughs> in the setting. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I, 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 I kicked myself in the ass that I wasn't there. But I had obligations going on. Um, but I'm glad that. George was there, uh, and some of the some of our wrestling fam was over there and giving him a send off before he moved. So um, that was really really nice of you guys, and uh, I know he felt that love like like true. Um, this guy, cue the ref. Um, he's lost his ever damn mind. And uh, he just, I, I don't know what to do about him. 
I can't do anything about him because he's out of control. Uh, he steals my cookies at PPW. He wants to kick me in my head constantly. Uh, he flips me off in the ring, out the ring. He hugs my girl and flips me off. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, you see all of this fucking madness with Q the ref. What do you think about this guy? Q the ref here. Well, I don't have much to say, but sometimes he needs to get people off that apron. That's one staple. And there, when people, when like people that's not in the ring get on that thing, I feel like he's not doing enough. Like when he says get off that ring, that's when you're supposed to go. He's out of here. Like not right. too many mistakes. You're out. You're disrupting yeah. my net. Yeah, because we see the likes of uh, Edric there, uh, you know, his nefarious actions. And if it, if it was just a one and done when he would get up on that apron, not the second, not the third yeah. time. Um, and not only that, yeah, and not only that, he used my cookies as a ploy. Uh, you, son, you son of a bitch, Edric. And Q, because he steals them and eats them. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the things, uh, the thing, uh, I'm not even getting it, but, uh, you know, these are the things that we do fans, wrestlers, the stance that we have, uh, that we do this relationship that we have that we go there to have fun and see the wrestling Adonis, but you know what, yes. that, that extra element of just getting involved, interacting, you know, booing a little extra louder, uh, saying something that may that may trigger someone uh like you know battle academy meow or hello kitty these things where you go just a little bit extra and you have a little bit more and it's not too pissed well okay maybe it is a piss them off just a little bit but it's a hell of a little bit (laughs) (laughs) that pisses him right off uh these are the things though that we have more fun with, and obviously the talent has more fun with, and they embrace it and run with it a little bit. Man, I can't even count how many times uh, we have yelled Snapple God in different promotions, no matter where he goes. And not only that, it was a two-year, wait, two-year? One-year. One-year anniversary. One-year? One-year anniversary for J-Rose wrestling, being in wrestling, Okay. Uh, behind the scenes, me and Jackie G got together and uh, we fandangled a case of Snapple and we brought <laughs> we brought it to the show and uh, we passed them out to some of the fans and we were holding up the Snapple for, it was him versus Carlito versus Mike Skyros. What a hell of a match that was. But man, did those bottles of Snapple piss that kid off. <laughs> Woo, good times. Uh, some of the things that, you know, memories we were talking about and the connections uh, is the theme pretty much of this week with the fans. Um, What connection really feels special to you that you've walked away with uh, going home and that's something that you'll always remember? And let's, okay, let's take out Miracle Generation and put it to the side because we know you have a bond there with the Miracle Gen because you could probably talk all night about those special feelings with Miracle Gen. Uh, But what really, what connection that has really hit uh, Adonis with with the talents out there? I would have to say the most memorable was when Sunset won the championship. That's the moment right there. That made me realize it takes years for practice and practice until you get that one match. It's your official moment to shine and show people that you are capable of so many different things that that will make you champion. So many moments. I absolutely would have cried all night long if I did not attend that PAPW event. And was not there live to see it and had to look through Fogman's lens and see it from his perspective. Because I want to be there live when these things, 
And I know we can't go to all the shows, boys and girls, but yeah. man, that one right there, when Sunset Steven Garcia won that championship at PAPW Alley Fights, oh, my goodness. That was a great memory, Adonis. A great memory. Um, I can't even lie. I can't even lie. I was about to get emotional for Steven myself. <laughs> that's, that's when it hit hard. But you've seen him through his whole career, right? Yes. So, I, I mean, you've seen what he's gone through. Uh, the sacrifices that it takes to be a wrestler because he has a beautiful family with him. Not, not now, but he's got a, he had a, a, a shiny new baby not that long ago. So these sacrifices that take you away from your family to do this thing that you love called wrestling to, you know, make a, a, a livelihood out of it for your beautiful family. You see what he's gone through. So you can appreciate a win, that championship win, uh, like Steve, you know, Sunset did. That, that was such a great moment. Uh, do you have anything else that really stands out? It really stood out when Tyron and Max of Warsaw become intercontinental champion for Paradise mm-hmm. Valley for wrestling. You know, it's cool. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So many. It's so many movies I can't even think of, but those are the two right there. All right. PAPW, uh, they have um, the big belt. The U.S., the IC, and the tags. Um, I would really like to see a women's division start to flourish over there because that would kind of put the cap on, you know, the divisions. You know, I guess the general divisions because the women's uh, division has just come up over the years, the past five to ten years. It's really, really changed. Uh, So I hope in the near future that PPW does that. Uh, does something about that and spins it around and add you, you could see that though right I, I, they are yes, missing that factor i mean skylar gray i know she doesn't have many matches if at all i mean without getting in the mix with the guys but i mean i would love to see a women's division and and see what skylar can really do over there at papw some one-on-one stuff and really uh let's see these skills uh because her mouth is plenty loud <laughs> it does a lot of work, uh, so I want to see what she could do in the ring. Uh, maybe, maybe I should edit that out so she doesn't claw my eyes. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, Adonis, we're talking connections. We're talking memories. We're talking the talent that we love. We're talking the things that Adonis loves in wrestling. We're talking Adonis. Becoming a professional wrestler himself. Uh, Is there anything that we have not spoken of tonight that you wanted to talk about on uh, SCP? We really haven't covered everything. Okay, please, let's continue and hit me. Uh, You lead the way, my friend. It's some matches I would love to see. I would really, this is for Tessa Sharp, though. I would really love to see Marcos Santiago who's one-on-one for that championship against Karen Bam Bam. Yes, and I said it. Karen Bam Bam. Your grace, our queen, uh, Karen Bam Bam. That would be amazing. Uh, excellent choice. Okay, please continue, my friend. And some awesome matchups I would love to see. And it's one that's being Greg Baylor. I would love to see Fly Nye turn on Greg Baylor. I, I'm down with that. I'm definitely, because Greg Baylor's a bum. Period. Yeah. Let's, I'm going to talk about the future. With me, that's where I'm going to start. I would really love to have a matchup with one of the Battle Academy members. Okay. I would, I would want to have a match against Lucas Chase for that Intercontinental Championship. Are you crazy? Yes. Holy shit. Okay, go ahead. 
Yeah, so many, it's so many matches we need to see in professional wrestling that still haven't happened yet. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that first one, I am so down with Karen Bam Bam versus uh, Marcus Santiago, but we just saw the Waterbury screw job, uh, undeniable three, five, 12. Shit, I forgot where we yeah. at. Three, <laughs> uh, undeniable three, Waterbury screw job. Uh, so you know, uh, as, as much as I love the sound of that match that you described. I really, I really want to see Ryan Frost get his hands uh, not only on Marco Santiago, but Honest Abe, this Honest Abe himself. And let, let's talk about, you were talking about, uh-oh, what happened? Okay. Uh, you were talking about when a talent gets up on the apron and ref Q, when he says get off the, rape, the apron, that's a one and done, get the F out of here, you're in the yes. best we can have the match correct that's what you said right yes can we please for every single thing that's good in this world one match ryan frost versus marcus santiago one-on-one a rematch for that tos championship with honest abe banned from the ring period he can walk him out. He can show off his champion all he wants. But after that, before the bell rings, drag your ass back behind that yeah. curtain. And anybody, I mean anyone that comes out from the back, from the front, from the side, through the roof, through the venting system, and interferes in that match, it's an automatic DQ. It's an automatic drop of the belt. Everything is on the table. That belt is Ryan Frost. Uh, are yes. you with me, my I definitely agree. Definitely oh. agree. Yes. Uh, so let's, uh, TOS higher-ups, I know that's a lot that I just threw in for one match, and I'm sure the higher-ups are not on board for all of what I just chit-chatted. I would be called a jobber if uh, that uh, by the GM uh, himself, if he ever listens <laughs> listen to that uh, that segment right there. Uh, but that's what I would want to see. Those are the stipulations. Get that done. But I know it won't happen, but it is what it is. Uh, anything else that we have not spoken upon except maybe some of those matches that you were speaking of? We can talk about some stipulations. When I start, when I want to wrestle, I feel like the stimulation I feel good at will be a street fight, and I would want to set a trend that we will have like a Hell in a Cell match, steel cage, mixed tag matches. So many things in wrestling that we could have, but we have to show that we can earn them, and showing the people that you can be strong, and show them that you have. Positivity and show people that you could be the motion. Show the fans that you, they want to see something. Okay. Um, as a a, a, a norm, uh, from match to match to match, or are we doing traditional matches with some of these specialty matches thrown in there? What What are you talking here? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, traditional matches, and if it keeps going to a boiling point, that's where this. Final stipulation comes into. Got you. Uh, so Let's you would be Mark, Mark Alexander, and Brad Sawyer. That is so much that it's going to be a street fight at Fight Theater G Five. That should be in a, that, that should be in a cage though, like for real, like yes. Uh, I, I mean, I know that Red Sawyer is a damn lunatic. And it might seem like we're trying to throw Mark Alexander in a cage with a lunatic, but Mark Alexander can handle himself. Uh, and I think he would fare well, uh, but I would like to see a cage. Again, the GM would call me a jobber for that. Um, yeah, the stipulation thing, that's the thing that you would be known for is when uh, storylines or these, uh, these heated rivalries 
need a, a, a closure, you would do yes. a stipulation match. Yes. Uh, so you're looking to bleed. You're looking to use weaponry. You're looking to gash your body open and end up in a local medical facility. Uh, you're looking to take tax out of your ass. You're looking to take uh, chair shots over your fucking head. You're looking to take bats wrapped with barbed wire to your face. You're looking to be set ablaze. Possibly, you're looking to do uh, many questionable things within your career. I feel it may be a short career in one of Donna Stewart. Yeah. All of that. With all of that, did I just say you gave me a yeah? That's that's what you're ready for? I'll be ready for anything. <laughs> that's a big plate, boys and girls. Uh, we'll see how that pans out. Uh, I, I love the thought. I love the gumption. We'll see where that goes. Um, so who would you like to have your very first match? I would have to say his the king, Mr. Two Hundred Three himself, Highline King. I will have to do a one on one with him to test my strength and my balance oh. to the ring. Oh, I see what you did there. My test of strength. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, all right, very fine choice, and I kind of expected it, but I had to ask anyway. Uh, anything else we have not spoken of that you're that you want to give us on STP? And I would love to have a street fight with Fly Nine Noriega. He's a fly SMFer in the room, though. Mm, not in my eyes. He has to prove that to me. Oh, to you specifically? You have to prove that. Yeah, we have to prove that in the ring. All right. Um. Do you have any new promotions that you've seen out there in the medias or anything that you're looking to maybe check out or anything like that? Oh, that's, that's only been around here that I've been looking at. Basically saying Connecticut, Mass, basically them two states. All right. Uh, coming up this weekend, actually, the 13th, Saturday the 13th, I'll be up in Massachusetts, but at the North Haven Fairgrounds, there's a debut right here in Connecticut, a debut of a brand new promotion. And they are joining forces with Bikers Against Animal Cruelty. And uh, throughout their event, they are having Tetsu Pro Wrestling is making their debut at this event for Bikers Against Animal Cruelty. Uh, look it up. You cannot mistake the event. It's B-A-A-C is the acronym. Bikers Against Animal Cruelty. And there's something about uh, negligence and cruelty the event is called. I forget the exact name of, of the event. But that's happening this Saturday, August 13th, at the North Haven Fairgrounds. So uh, you want to check out a new promotion, you're in Connecticut. Give it a look-see. Uh, did you hear about this place, at all, uh, this promotion at all? No, you just told me about it. So I wouldn't even you know. Oh, so maybe you and King might be doing something Saturday. You never know. We might be on vacation, so we might. We, oh. We okay. <laughs> uh, Adonis, you've you've shared so much with us tonight, and I appreciate your time hanging out with us on STP. Um, I I wish you the best on your future wrestling endeavors. Please keep us. Yeah, please keep us posted. Uh, if you have your very first match, when you have your very first match, I definitely want to get you back on STP as a professional wrestler and not as a fan. Maybe we can work that out. Yes. All right. That would be awesome. I would love to give, actually love to give three shout out. out. Oh. Uh, these are SEC. Alex. Tag partner Alex, and I would love to give a shout out to Johnny Burke, JB. JB, what's up, baby? <laughs> uh, 
we've spent a fine hour with our friend Adonis tonight. Middle of fan week on SCP. What a fine conversation. Talking connections, the future of a possible, uh, the possibility of a future pro wrestler right here. And one, Adonis Stewart. Uh, thank you for spending the time with us, my friend. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I feel honored. Oh, thank you so much. We feel honored that you came on and joined us, the fans, on Fan Week on SCP. This is Fern the Pot with Diane Kincaid and my very special guest, Adonis Stewart. Thank you once again, my man. You're welcome.